Good morning, traders. I am Emily Bonney, the CEO of the Investment Banking Institute and your host here at Newswear's Trade Talk. Joining me is trading anchor Bill Olson, who brings more than 30 years of institutional trading experience to our program. At Trade Talk, we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Today is Wednesday, October 19th a much-needed boost. Driven largely by earnings, all three major indices closed yesterday's trading session higher. The Dow added nearly 338 points, or more than 1.1%. The S&P 500 also gained more than 1.1%, and the Nasdaq closed in the green just under 1%. Bill, before we get into what is happening in the markets this morning, Let's take a moment because today is the 35th anniversary of Black Monday. I don't probably have to remind most traders what that day was back in 1987. And Bill, you were there. I hate to call out your age, but we do it in the opening anyway, (laughs) 30 years of institutional trading. So you were there. Tell us, what was it like? Yeah, listen, a 20% drop in one day, that was absolutely painful. There's no way around it. I mean, I just remember, you know, the market makers on the option floors, some of them actually left their posts. These were not just traders. These were DPMs, the guys that are given the task of managing the markets. You know, spreads were zero to a million um, because nobody knew what the prices were. You were you're in those days, we all use something called Quotron. Uh, That's how we get our stock prices. And you know, prices were delayed, but, you know, I remember at noon, it was like an hour late by two o'clock. It was, you know, two hours late by three o'clock. It was three hours late. I mean, prices were so far behind the market. You you couldn't, option traders couldn't make markets. Um, it was, it was a rough day and the volume just spiked through the roof. We, we just couldn't handle the, the amount of quotes and the amount of uh, trades that were coming in that day. And that lasted for a period of two weeks at volatility. But, uh, you know, there's lessons, there's lessons to be learned, you know, and I mean, you know, today we're in a volatile market. We're still in October and anything can happen. But, you know, you're looking at the S&Ps right now. They're down 0.56 percent, like a little, little more than half of 1 percent. Um, you know, the fact of the matter is we've had two nice, strong days in a row. I am not surprised that we're given a little back. Um, earlier this morning, you know, the S&Ps were fluctuating. They were flat. They were fluctuating between gains and losses. And, you know, now that you are seeing that it downs, you know, a half a percent, um, you know, they, there's uh, you're looking over at the Nasdaq futures. They were trading higher. Now they're lower. Uh, oil, on the other hand, that's uh, trading a little higher. Um, you know, so hey, you just got to keep watching. What happened was that there's some there's been a lull of inflation uh, reporting. And then this morning, the UK inflation figures came out and that's causing some nervousness in the markets. Uh, you're looking at uh, you know crude oil, for example, just to see how uh, the oil uh, futures are trading. WTI is up uh, you know, almost 1%, 0.98% to $83.63, whereas in Brent is uh, trading at $90.31, up 0.31%. Uh, you're looking uh, over in Asia last night, and you see that the Nikkei index rose uh, 101 points, or 0.37%, whereas in the Hong Kong market uh, dropped 400 points, uh, 403 points, or 2.38%. Um, the, John Lee, who's the, the uh, uh, head of uh, Hong Kong, he gave a speech, and he's trying to encourage more people to move back to uh, Hong Kong and make that their uh, place of resi- residence 
he thinks it'll help uh, property lenders. But the fact of the matter is tech stocks took a hit uh, in Hong Kong uh, last night. This morning overseas, we're seeing the DAX is down uh, all about 20 points or 0.16%. The FTSE's down 16 points or 0.23%. The CAC in Paris, however, that's up 7.8 uh, points or 0.13%. So we're not totally negative. We had some nice, strong earnings. Uh, we, we got some, uh, you know, a good economic uh, data coming out today. So we'll have to see how the day plays out, Emily. And Bill, going back to the anniversary of Black Monday, that's what you bring to the show. Not only your use of newswear and breaking down all this market moving information for us, but all that historical knowledge. And you bring that day in and day out and what's happening in the markets each and every day. So now let's turn to those strong earnings that you mentioned like we said, kind of gave the market a boost yesterday. So give us a rundown of what we should be watching in terms of earnings action. Yeah, let's take a look. Like last night, yeah, United Airlines came out, ticker UAL. You know, the airlines have been strong. You saw that with Delta, they came out with good earnings. And, you know, you think got to think about it as a vertical. So they're all doing fairly well. Um, you know, United Airlines beat by 54 cents, and they did that on higher revenue. United Airlines is up 5.96% this morning. So, yeah, they, they did a, delivered a quality report. JBHT, that's JB Hunt, uh, John Boy, Henry Tom. These guys beat by 13 cents on higher revenue. Stock's up 1.39% this morning. And let's, of course, can't forget Netflix. Netflix came out. Um, they beat by 98 cents on higher revenue. Uh, you know, you look at Netflix this morning, stock's up $27 or 11.39%. So, yeah, Netflix came through nicely. Uh, this afternoon, we, we got some quality earnings. IBM, ticker, uh, you know, IBM um, is coming out. Their EPS estimate is $1.78, and the expected move year is 5.8%. Uh, Tesla, uh, ticker TSLA, Tom, Sam, Larry, Apple. Their EPS estimate is $0.95, cents and the expected move year is 7.94%. You know, I, I think they will beat. I think they're going to deliver a strong beat. Guidance is my concern here with Tesla. Um, Crown Castle, uh, that's thicker CCI, Charlie Charlie India. Uh, EPS estimate here is $1.85, and the expected move here is 4.25%, Emily. And you also mentioned that there's some good economic reports today. So, Bill, what should we be keeping an eye on when it comes to economic events? Well, yeah, 8.30 a.m., one hour before the market opens, we're going to get uh, more housing uh, data. Housing starts and building permits. Uh, reports due out 8.30 a.m. Eastern time. Then at 10.30, we get the EIA oil stockpiles report. That's going to be interesting because, you know, I mean, there's uh, there, there could be additional stockpiles uh, could be increasing. Uh, and then at 2 p.m., we get the Beige Book. This is often overlooked, but this is the Fed's projections of inflationers in the Beige Book. That comes out at 2 p.m. Eastern time. It's well worth a quick read. Um, some Fed speak going on. Neil Kashkari, the Minneapolis Fed Bank president, he's going to be speaking today at 1 p.m. in Chicago. Fed Bank president Charles Evans is going to be giving a speech at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, Emily. And we're watching a lot here when it comes to earnings and these economic events. And there's also the other market moving headlines that are coming out. And again, Bill, you bring an eye of historical knowledge to all these market moving headlines. And you're able to break them down using newswear, sifting through them and finding the most important information each and every trading day. So you have it broken down for us this morning like you do every morning. So what else do you see as possibly moving the markets today? Yeah, I might not remember birthdays, but I do remember stock prices and themes. Uh, listen, I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at various sectors this morning, you know. And, and the first thing is the airlines. The airlines are all green. 
you know, you're, you're looking at the banks there in the red that, you know, the banks are trading lower in London. Uh, the autos are trading a little lower this morning. Uh, you look at the semiconductors, you know, they are lower, uh, you know, uh, there's a couple of them that are trading higher. I don't know if those gains will be able to hold oil stocks are, are mixed. Um, I think oil stocks could uh, turn that around and start trading higher as oil's up 1% this morning. But I, I look at the FANG stocks this morning and, you know, Netflix is showing that great 11% gain this morning, but the rest of them are really show are flat to lower. So I, you got, you got to be concerned to see if this is, if Netflix is going to be able to support the, Nasdaq futures this morning. Uh, some of the news uh, behind these headlines: Amazon, for example, Amazon workers in uh, upstate New York they voted against that unionization. Uh, they 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 said no to it. Um, I also see that Amazon is launching Amazon Insurance Store in the UK. Uh, Apple uh, ticker AAPL they reportedly cut production of their iPhone 14 Plus. Um, I also see that Apple's introducing new iPad and iPad Pros with speed enhancements. You know, one thing about that Netflix report uh, I want to mention, uh, Netflix is going to stop giving forecasts on user growth. See, they, you know, when you look at their report, that's the first thing you look for. Um, they did come out and they said that they see subscriber growth continuing in the fourth quarter with new revenue sources to bolster earnings. But, you know, they're, they're getting toppy at, the, toppy at that uh, premium mark of subscribers. So it's going to be difficult for them to continue to show these big gains in subscribers. So. Uh, it's probably a wise idea for them to stop doing a growth forecast. Uh, Tesla, ticker TSLA, hey, as I said, they're posed for near record earnings. Demand, that's the concern, future demand. Um, that, that's what's looming out there. We got to see what their guidance looks like. Uh, talking Dow Jones 30, you know, there's two stocks that came out with earnings that I didn't mention. Uh, Procter & Gamble, ticker PG, Paul Grace, they reported fiscal first quarter profits and sales that rose above expectations. Uh, you know, the higher pricing provided a boost, but uh, lowered its full year sales outlook. But you look at P&G uh, this morning, it's up 1.31%. And Travelers Group, um, you know, t ticker TRV, Tom Richard Victor. Um, these guys beat by 40 cents on higher revenue, though. They, they're, they're a property and casualty insurer firm, and they, they, they top profits and revenue estimates for the third quarter. That stock's up 0.69% this morning. So, yeah, that, those, uh, those look good. I was pretty happy to see. Uh, we're talking some merger news, ticker A-Y-L-A, Apple, Yellow, Larry, Apple. This is AYA Pharmaceuticals. Uh, they're combining in a stock deal with ticker A-D-X-S, Apple, David, X-Ray, Sam. And uh, U.S. Bancorp, that's ticker USB, Uncle Sam Boy. Uh, they received full regulatory approval for their acquisition of Union Bank, uh, MFUG. Uh, that deal's expected to close on uh, December 1st. We're talking some guidance news. UAL, United Airlines, they see Q4 adjusted EPS coming in between $2 and $2.25. And you know what the estimates were? 98 cents. That's almost, that's double. That's double. Adobe, ticker ADBE, Apple David, Boy Edward, they see full year 2023 adjusted EPS coming in between five fifteen and uh, between $15.15 and, 15 and uh, $15.45. The street estimate out there is, $15.53, but it doesn't reflect the planned acquisition of Figma, so I guess that's okay. Uh, Netflix came out with their guidance. They're, they see uh, Q4 EPS at $0.36. Cents. Consensus estimates at $1.12. Um, kind of concerning about that. They see uh, Q4 streaming uh, paid net additions of $4.5 million, so I guess that's positive too. And Generac, that's sticker G-N-R-C, Grace, Nancy, Richard, Charlie. They see Q3 revenue 
uh, around 109, 1.09 billion. The street estimate is 1.33 billion. That stock's getting hit today, and it's it's not that's not good for the generating making company. Um, shareholders news, uh, shareholders meetings. We, we're seeing that Save, it's Spirit Airlines ticker SAVE, Sam Apple, Victor Edward, they're holding a shareholders meeting today at 9 a.m. And uh, Hewlett Packard Enterprises ticker HPE, Henry Paul Edward, uh, they're going to be holding an analyst meeting today at 3:30 p.m. Uh, in terms of buyback news, just got to mention it, Procter & Gamble, ticker PG, uh, they're going to pay around $9 billion in dividends, and they're planning on repurchasing 6 to $8 billion of common stock uh, in 2023. So uh, lots of good news out there today, Emily. This is the type of data that Newsware delivers daily. It's factual. It's market moving. And our alerting functions bring it to your attention as it happens. Go to www.newswear.com now and sign up for the trial and see for yourself the benefits that Professional Newswire delivers. It is now that time of the show for the Trade Talk Pick of the Day. Bill, what do you have for us today? You know, I, I, every morning I sit through the, the news and I look for that catalyst event uh, that, that's going to cause the stock to uh, push higher. And this morning I'm, I'm looking at Genuine Parts Company, ticker GPC, Grace Paul Charlie. Now, these guys' earnings are coming out tomorrow morning. Their EPS estimate is $2.04. The expected move here is 3.55%. Looking at the option data, yeah, it's positive. Um, it, 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 it looks good. Uh, I'm reviewing the broker comments you know, on the stock. They're all positive. They're not being followed by the major brokers, which I, I really do tend to weigh what you know the big five uh, brokerage firms are saying against some of the, the small but, uh, what I was seeing there is all positive, so you know, it makes me you know feel like this this could really be a this could really be uh, an opportunity here. The the trick is to kind of you know get in at that entry points that make sense. Now, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking I got to get in at under $160. Uh, you know, one fifty nine fifty would be you know probably a positive move. And I'm thinking this could, thing could uh, uh, generate a nice bounce once the earnings come out. Uh, uh, tomorrow morning. So my pick for today is GPC, Grace Paul Charlie, Genuine Parts Company, Emily. And we will follow that along with you today. And we will, coming up, recap yesterday's pick of the day. So don't go anywhere. But first, let's take a look at the current breaking headlines that have hit the tape in our Hot Off the Press segment. Bill, take it away. Tigger ICCM, India, Charlie, Charlie, Mary, and Ice Cure uh, Medical, they submit a filing with the FDA, with the FDA for market authorization of ProSense. Ticker FMS, Frank, Mary, Sam, Elliott and Associates, uh, Paul Singer's group is said to be investing in the company. Uh, that's Ticker FMS, Frank, Mary, Sam. Ally Financial, ticker ALLY, stocks down 7.7% after Q3 earnings and uh, revenue miss. Abbott Labs is interesting to me. You know, they, you know, they're, you know, they came out and they they reported, uh, you know, their earnings this morning, um, and essentially they they would they come in at, uh, they grew medical devices grew eleven point three percent, which is good, you know. But the big thing here is that they they're the makers of the baby formula, and the baby formula shortages continue. So their EPS. Uh, uh, was a dollar fifteen, where a year goes a dollar forty. So when they get that baby formula thing back uh, and working, those uh, uh, earnings will come back stronger. 
I see Disney's trading higher. That, that's in, that's because of uh, uh, Netflix. Uh, it's in sympathy with Netflix moving, having such a strong day this morning. You know, Chevron and uh, is have you know they want to kind of start pumping in Venezuela again, but the U.S. government says, hey, they need a major contrition uh, from Ven from the country of Venezuela before they'll uh, approve that. Boeing, uh, ticker BA, uh, speeds up localization of maintenance and repair overhauls for facilities in India. Interesting. Ticker PDS, Paul David Sam, Precision Drilling announces four Kuwaiti contract awards. Moderna, ticker MRNA, announces clinical data uh, for bivalent booster shot. Ticker GCT, Grace Charlie Tom, this is GigaCloud. They're launching private domain feature on GigaCloud's marketplace. Uh, DDOG, Datadog. Uh, an all cloud they launched a managed monitoring solution. Ticker BOX, uh, uh, boy, Oscar X ray, this is Box. They renewed its partnership with Japan's Ministry of Environment. Starbucks, SBUX, they're going to be selling Seattle's best coffee brand to Nestle. Terms weren't disclosed. TSM, Tom Sam Mary, this is Taiwan Semiconductor. Uh, possible expansion in Japan could involve more advanced chips, sources say. Abbott Labs, they, they raised their. Uh, uh, Full year 2022 EPS to 517 to 523 um, was $4.90. So, um, yeah, that's positive. Ticker ABT. NASDAQ, they, they reported a B to three cents um, on higher revenue. Baker Hughes, ticker uh, BKR, they reported a B to two cents uh, uh, on slightly lower revenue. That's what I'm seeing. That's all I'm seeing this morning, the last 15 minutes, Emily. Okay, Bill, before we sign off, let's do that check-in on yesterday's pick of the day, which was J.B. Hunt. You did give us their earnings back up during your earnings rundown. The company announced earnings per share of $2.57 on revenue of $3.84 billion. Analysts had anticipated an EPS of $2.44 a share and on revenue of $3.81 billion. The brokers were sort of mixed today, but I did catch a number of price target raises on the stock this morning. A Wall Street Journal article did mention that cargo carriers face a slump during peak season. This is as overstocked retailers cancel overseas orders and freight companies scale back expectations for heavy freight volumes heading into the holidays. But that article is looking ahead and we're going to look back to yesterday. Bill, how did your call work out? Really well. I mean, JBHT was looked very good going into earnings. The issue here was it opened up way too high, much higher than I anticipated. Remember, my entry price was $165.50. The stock opened up at $170.04. So I just said, man, it just it moved too far, too fast. Um, and, I, and I just sat on the sidelines. Um, it, it jumped up a little higher from there, went up to 171.04. So it didn't do anything. But then it didn't hold the game and it started falling and it fell all the way down to 164.97. Now that's, that's like 50 cents beneath my entry price of uh, 165.50. I placed my order in at 165.89, by the way. Uh, the stock then just started climbing. It just started climbing. It rose all the way up to $168.55. Um, you know, that's, that's like a, a uh, and then close at 167.89. So if you look at it, you know, uh, this morning after the earnings came out, that stock hit $172.50. $172.50. You know, you're, you're talking a 1.44% move from the opening price or a 4.2% move from my entry uh, price. So, yeah, 
JBHD winner. We 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 beat on that one percent move. So you know, I, I was very pleased with the way those earnings came out and the stock movement on it. I got in at the, my price that I was looking for, and then the er, the positive earnings results did the rest, and the stock came through. Emily, an example of letting the stock come to you to get that four percent, even better than a little over one percent. We will take it. And we will check in with you tomorrow about today's Genuine Parts Company pick of the day. Bill, thank you, as always, for your expert insight. Join us back here tomorrow and each weekday morning at Newswear's Trade Talk, when we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Again, I'm your host, Emily Vani, here with trading anchor Bill Olson. Traders, you know what to do. Let's go out there and make some green. 